Welcome to the HVAC Jerks with your hosts, Rich, Kevin, and Joe. You can email these guys at theboys at thehvacjerks.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the HVAC Jerks. My name is Rich, and I'm here with Kevin and Anonymous Joe, as always, and we are your confident hosts. Mm-hmm. This week, Anonymous Joe is going to be known as Cotton Eye Joe, since he's so often mistaken for a cowboy with his accent and his Western flair. <laughs> the assless chaps. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how much more. Do we have an HR department? <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> All right, today's topic extraordinary is, so you want to start your own business? Where do we begin? Ooh. All right, and you have two pages. I want to start my own business. Gentlemen. We have two pages. Two, we went from 11 to 10. We did touch upon this earlier in another episode. I think we were talking to our friend Jacob, I think, was asking about this. Yeah, we were addressing email about him starting a new business or Mm -hmm. working for small companies versus big companies and, and then obviously going into the next phase would be starting your own business. And I think we started, uh, I think some people get the wrong idea when we started to talk about that, um, about how difficult it is. And it is very difficult. I don't want to downplay it at all. But um, but I guess uh, with more glory in owning your own business, you're going to get more pain. Well, here's so the biggest misnomer that everybody thinks because you're the boss, you're going to work less. Yeah, no, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, let's get that out of the way right now. Yeah, yeah, you're you're going to be working triple the hours yeah, if, I, if you do your business right. There was... Uh, you had a salesman, one of your supply house salesmen that recently just bought into a company, I thought. Didn't yes. He? And yes. didn't he... Wasn't he saying something about how he thought it was going to be less, and now he's working more than ever? No, well, he's doing he's doing administrative hours beyond his comprehension. Yeah, you know he's yeah. he's he didn't realize what it what was involved with the the stuff that you don't even think about. You know, taking the phone calls, doing the estimates, ordering the parts, talking to the customer that's not happy, talking to the customer that is happy, looking at all your emails, calling for a price, yelling at your counter guy, praising your counter guy, right? trying to find your salesman, trying to find the new product that's going to fit in this particular space, uh, calling back your customer. You know, all these things that are taking place in a normal in and out of, you know, eight-hour day. Yeah, uh, and then you find out that your guy called in sick, and one of your trucks got a flat. Right, and you know how do we how do we you know reshift the, the day? You know, and, yeah. I I think uh, I think it's true. I think a lot of guys have been in the field for a long time, or you know whatever five ten years, and they they're tired of working for somebody else, and they want to go out on their own. And by the way, that is a, a, an admirable thing. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's okay absolutely. to be able to go out and on. Yeah, I, I, I love the entrepreneurial spirit. We've all you got know, it one way or another, whether it's an actual HVAC contracting company or any business, or yeah, whatever, or anything else you're doing. But uh, yeah, I think a lot of guys um, don't realize how much is involved behind the scenes, and they think, well, I, you know, I've got a couple of guys that, that call me after hours, and you know, I do some side work, and you know, that's great. I make an extra five hundred bucks on a weekend or something, and they and they want to turn that into their own business. The five hundred dollars side job in a real world application it's as a not business real. is a hundred dollar phony high. side job. Yeah, it's great as a side job. I think when you have a job and a regular job, nine to five or nine to you know eight or whatever it is, and then you get that extra side job on a weekend, an extra five hundred bucks in cash is like gold. I mean, that's just that's awesome. But when you're doing it as a business. That's a different story. There, you know, not only that, mismanaging the money and, and not truly understanding that they're, 
there's um, there's there's value. You have to pay your bills, right? It, it, you know, there's only so long that you're going to be able to buy product and not pay it. That should be obvious to most people, but it's not. It's not. So growth is you know, expensive. When you go out and get a ten thousand dollar job, whatever it may be central air system with a boiler or hydro air or something like that and you right. go get a ten thousand dollar job and you get this guy to pay you ten grand you didn't make ten grand no if you, at the end of the day all said and done you might make fifteen hundred right all right? said and done but all said and done you're paying your, you're paying your taxes you're paying your men you got to pay the supply house uh you got to pay for your trucks your insurances your you know whatever you have underneath you has to get paid first and right and, and at the end of the day there might be a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars. That's actually pure profit. Uh, that's a good day, I th- right? That's so. You, the aim in anything you do in a small business is for a twenty percent clear, right? Net, you're clear, about, yeah. net net profit, right? That's that, that's that, uncommon in this. If you People can do, goal, yeah. you know, if you can do twenty percent in any business, you're going to be successful. Absolutely, you're pricing correctly. You're getting jobs done in a timely manner. Um, all uh, so, uh, you know what the average net profit in this industry is? It's <coughs> twelve, it's, ten. It's a, no, some, it's about two percent. Get the hell out of Really? You, yes. Where'd really you get is. that number? You I've, pulling that out of your no, ass? I, that's for real. Did and, Joe tell you that? <laughs> um, we see this a lot. That's what Joe 2%? makes for his cowboy apparel store. Um, uh, I tell you what, I, I I aim for twenty five to thirty on every job yeah. I do, and and you know, but but well, let me tell you the reason why it's 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 so low is that. A lot of times, people don't really take into account their own salaries, mm-hmm. you know. So the owner is he's taking what's left over, but he doesn't look at that as paying himself a value. as a worker, or his right. his wife is answering a phone and he's not paying her, and you know. Uh, it, I'm a victim of that. I did that for many years just to, to throw the money back into the company, and yeah. I didn't consider myself a. a, a a debt to the company. Right. I was free labor. I, I think that's the biggest, I harp on this all the time, the biggest problem that you guys make is they don't understand their overhead and expenses. Absolutely. Yeah. And you business, have to, it's a business killer. Yeah. Well, you, you have to, you have to adapt. And, and, and this is what's going to be my next, you, this was going to be my next, my next point was, is Sorry. that, uh, no, 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 it's flowing nicely. Good job. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> nice segue. Um, was that, you, as an individual technician or any for any business, doesn't matter what it is, man, you could be the best at what you do, right? You're the best boiler installer, installer in yeah. the company. You work right. for the biggest company in the planet, and you the man. Does not mean you are going to be a successful business. Not even on the same planet. Right. You might be able to do good work, and you might know boilers inside and out. That's great. But you do not know how to manage money. You don't know the financial laws. You don't know the taxes. You don't know how to handle that side of a business because that's not what you do. Right. Right? No experience. So Right. But So <clears throat> for me, when I started my business, I was a very good installer. I was very good with the technical side. I was great with customers. I understood how to fix things quickly in a timely manner. I had a great rapport with people. I could talk shit all day. And not upsell. And not upsell, <laughs> but somehow make money. I don't know how that is. But I, I was able to recognize my weaknesses. And one of my weaknesses is, is that I'm not an accountant. Right. All right. The other weakness is, is I don't do payroll. Right. Right. So I hired people. And I was diligent with my money and recognized that when I did an $8,000 job that I didn't make $8,000, I made $800 and was able, you know, to be smart, put my money away, pay my bills. There's a price to being, 
you got you got to pay to play. Right. Right. And you know, I know everybody says, you know, screw the government, get cash, do this and do your thing, right? Whatever you got to do, go do it. But there is a price to pay, and we got to pay our due diligence somewhere across the line. Uh, you're going to get caught. They're going to find you. Do the right thing. Um, don't don't sh- cut yourself short. If you're finding that you're not making the money that you should be, maybe you're not pricing right. right. Um, you're you're an installer or a service technician. You're not necessarily an estimator or a designer, uh, lean on people around you. Find good people. Again, you know, have good circles. If you're going to go into your own business, you have to understand all of these aspects. Uh, if you don't, you will find out very quickly. What's What's the quote? One of you guys will know it. It's uh, a, man, a man's got to know his limitations. What's yeah. that from? 30 Harry or something. It's a Clint Eastwood thing. Man's got to know his limitations. Yeah. And yeah. I think exactly what you're saying. And one of the things I like about the way you run your business so much is that you're very quick to say, that's not my thing. I don't know how to do that. I'll pay somebody to do it to do it right. right. And you're not afraid to spend the money when you need to spend it. And I think a lot of guys... Well, it was hard to, to do that. when you didn't have it in the beginning. Yep. And, you know, and that was trying to do everything on my own. Right. So I was doing my accounting. I was, you know, taking the phone calls. I, I didn't have a secretary. That's I didn't like have an answering service. That's not how to do it. That's torture. I, I, dude, I, I, let me tell you, you know, going to work and cranking a wrench for eight hours was the easiest part of my day. Right. It was the 47 phone calls and running around with a, a briefcase full of paperwork, yeah. um, with, a, with a, a, a cell phone, a credit card machine, 16 pens, an eraser, you know, pencil sharpeners, anything I could do to be mobile and try to accommodate my customer on top of physically doing the work, ordering the part, chasing it down, relying on my salesman, you know, or my counter guys, you know, to get the stuff so I can move and be successful. Yeah. And I owe a lot of that to the guys that were around me. There's the people that were around me to help me out. And, and you know, <laughs> that was no, these guys. Well, I will, you know, let's, <laughs> let, I'm going back before these guys were in my life. But um, I got to a point where I felt like I was hitting the ceiling. Yeah. You know, I was hustling and I was busting my ass, and I felt like I was going nowhere. And 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 that's about the time that Joe and and Rich here came into my life. And uh, were able to, you know, open my eyes and, and show me a different way. And um, I listen to people around me. I don't listen to 100% of what they have to say, but I take what I feel is valuable. And without these Throw guys. the rest away. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, you look, you know, <laughs> not everything is applicable. You know, yeah. it, it, some things apply to you, some things don't, right? So, um, by the way, and, my and that's daughter, not an insult. That's my, not an insult. By the way, my daughter loves the, she heard the podcast today and she loves the word verbiage. <laughs> so, I just thought that was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> it makes Joe giggle. <laughs> he's over here chuckling. He's just chuckling. He's just like he's like Santa. Yeah, you know what? He's t- he's touching on a lot of good points. I, I think a, a lot of the, the 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 common mistakes that guys make going into business is they want the fancy trucks, they want the lettering, they want the signs on the side of the building. Keep your overhead as low as possible until you start earning, until you start making money. Even then, keep your overhead low Always. because that is the killer. Do what's necessary. Definitely put in for your sales taxes. Pay them. Take care of your payroll tax. There's plenty of companies who's, who do, does it for you. I remember when I was in business, the uh, the biggest detriment to the business was compensation insurance because you used to have to pay for the whole year up front. And, you know, and depending on what type of business you were in, um, 
sometimes it would be fifteen, twenty thousand dollars that you'd have to lay out, and I if you didn't have you any get insurance for your kind of business, yes, well, and we had, uh, we, had uh, we had, we had the other that, kind that, of that, that was a legitimate yeah. one, but, oh, but okay. uh, certainly, uh, you know, at the end of the year, if you didn't have any claims, they would give. You know, three quarters of your your premium back, but still, how can you come up with that return? <laughs> yeah, right. So if 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 you didn't have that money to do it, it was very difficult to do business. A lot of guys would claim, you know, single owner proprietor right. that they didn't need to have yeah. compensation coverage. But you know, just definitely these are things to take care of. And like he says, and the other things guys don't understand. You you're working for a company now. It's great. You get five o'clock, you clock out, or whenever it is, you clock out. You go home. Business stays there. When you become an owner, you take that home with you. You take end. all the headaches with you. You take all the good with you and the headaches. The phone's so, still ringing. People are asking right. questions. And whatever There's the emails. problem is, it's your problem. Yeah. It doesn't go to your employees. It's your problem. It's my name on the truck. Right. So think about that when you're looking yeah. why the, and the even, guy goes it, on vacation. And, and, and even like I, what you're saying, Joe, yes, you, you, know, you could go home and try to think about it. But until you experience it. Yeah, they're never going to know. You, you don't really truly get... A yeah. good feel for that situation until you're in it. I, I was just going to say, you guys got to be humble in the beginning. You got to just accept the fact that you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Trust me. I was a good installer. I was a good technician. I That's would what definitely I was encourage to find a great financial advisor to help you navigate through those really difficult things about money and everything else is insurances and everything else to go along with the business. But you know what, though? I think, as, as Kevin falls Dying before, over here. Jeez. Um, Choked on my beard. I think a beard. lot of guys that are thinking about going into their own business understand that there's going to be insurance to pay and they got to do payroll and it's going to be some extra time. But I don't... There's know, overhead. Some of this, some of this, they're saying, yeah, I know that stuff. I, You know, I, I see these guys. I know what they do and, and I can do that too. And... You can do that too. I, you know, I, I want to stay positive on this. However, yeah, it's hard. However, they don't put it into that number. They they don't. They don't put the it numbers. in that number when they're bidding. Yeah, they're charging ninety five right. to one hundred twenty five an hour. I could do it for fifty. Right. Yeah, but it, exactly. Yeah, they so they don't know that their overhead. Look at all the money I'm making. Yeah, their overhead all comes down into one man in a van, insurance, everything else that goes I, around. I'm guilty but, of it. Yeah, so you I got, did it. You got to be it careful. At the very beginning, yeah. I was out there going, man, I'm just gonna make. I'm gonna charge fifty bucks an hour, and I'm like, man, I realized quick that yeah, that's you know, this wasn't covering. It wasn't covering anything. I got a good example for fifty dollars an hour in a minute. But give me some. Let's. Since this is foremost in your mind, Kevin, because you're living this every day right now, you're the only active contractor out of the three of us. What are some of the overhead? Speak for yourselves. Items? <laughs> 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 I'm talking about. We're not talking about the other contracts. Hey, pimping pimping is, is not uh, or legitimate. Other, other stuff. What are some of the overhead items that you have that that are kind of unexpected or some guys may not think about? Well, where we live, it was called the MTA tax. MTA tax. <laughs> For all our commuters that uh, use their trains, we were hit with a tax. Um, our to, current, sub, to subsidize people commuting. I'm, I'm going to give you one right now, and this is this is one that's on the table. It's it's active right at this moment. Our, our lovely governor, um, you know, Mr. Cuomo, in the state of New York, which just was um, reelected one more time is is uh, offered this fantastic deal that any employer be subject to a five it's oh, going to start off as a three percent and yeah. then eventually move within two years to a five percent tax on all employees that make over forty thousand dollars a year and we cannot find what the money's being spent on 
But this is a tax, not that we can forward to our employees, that is strictly for the employers. So this is a, an you expense that— this isn't that, even a law now. It's 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 voluntary at the moment, so but now that he's been now that he's been reelected, uh, this will become a law. Well, now that they got a complete democratic legislator, it will become law. So I didn't want to get into politics, but that, no. so unexpected expenses. Um, and they wonder one of, why one of the biggest things are running is, out of New York. And, and yeah, I, right. Not so much the, the financial end of it, but the one of the big expenses is your time. Uh, you're going to put in an enormous amount. It, again, this is if you care. If you care and you truly want your business to be successful, you're going to put in the hours. If you think you're going to work eight hours a day and be like, well, you know, screw it, I'm, I'm done. I'm not answering my phone. I'm not going to write any paperwork. Tomorrow's another day. Mm. You're not going to be a successful business. So let's just weed those people out. So if you're not going to put in the 12 hours to 18 hours a day, right. you're not in this conversation. So I'm talking about people that are successful. I'm talking about people that are got drive, people that truly want to be on top, right? They want to own their own company and do it right. So if you are willing to put in the 14 hours a day plus, yeah. uh, go do the, 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 the actual grunt work of the day, sit down and do the paperwork, sit down and do the design, sit down and do the ordering, go do the pickup, go get the stamps, go get the envelopes, uh, write the bills, call the customers back, take all the messages. Uh, this just goes on and on and on. Backs. I never realized how many, how many, how many hours in a week that I was running back and forth to the post office just to get stamps. Yeah. So I could send my bills out. Right. I mean, it's 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 it, it, like it's you don't understand. They do how, make stamp machines now. You know that, right? Well, I, I well now I I own one now. Well, it's everything but, now. I mean, you're doing callbacks. Going to the, the bank, the just going to the bank to make deposits right. or to you know write checks and go to just go to and take care of your financial stuff, and just the time it takes to you know like damn I got to get there here and you're trying to incorporate that into your day when you got six or seven no deadlines and audits, audits and, and all and, that. Oh my god, it's just, stuff. So there's so many elements to it that. Right, we know, and, and again, this is not in the very, very beginning, so I don't want to scare right. anybody right off the bat. These are things that happen as you grow. But spinning around now, what's the what's the upside? I mean, we're talking about all this negative stuff. Well, it's an enormous, is it an enormous amount of pride. Like okay. you know, you, you 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 walk away with satisfaction like no other, right? I mean, it's yours. You're doing it. As much as no one else is doing it for you. Nobody's telling you what to do but you. Well, you know, customers, but I mean. Right. I mean, you still have to heed to the call, right? So customers ultimately run your life, right? But that's Um, your decision. This is the life we chose to live, right? So if you if you choose to do this, you know don't don't be pissed off when your Saturday uh, at campground gets disrupted and you got to go do a hot water heater, right? Right, because that's your business, that's and this is just, this is the service you provide. Mm-hmm. Um, have this talk with your wife or your your husband, and explain like I'm not, you know, this is what we do. That's, right, that's this a big is, family commitment. It, right. This is uh, we have a high divorce rate in our yeah. industry. I don't know if you're aware of that, but we do. Uh, it's not. We, yeah, you know what eases the pain though the cash because well, the doctors go at all hours look, of we the get, day. We, we do get paid well for what we're doing. If you're billing correctly, you you should yeah. be paid. Decently, right? Yep. And as your expenses grow, and this is all, you know, you're going to grow organically and you're slowly going to move through your processes. And you as a, a worker, you know, because that's what you are now. If you're out there working for somebody and you're a worker um, and you're doing installs and you're doing service calls, you're going to uh, go do this for yourself 
you're going to learn, hopefully very quickly, uh, how to manage money, how to bill correctly, make sure that you are billing people. Mm. That's that's probably one of the biggest mistakes, uh, is yeah. that your, your, your first handful of customers are going to be your immediate friends and family. Yeah. Um, you got to make sure... They want to pay you for your services. Make sure you're not giving stuff away for free either. Right. Um, and, and, you know, make, try. you have to pay. You got to pay for the groceries, right? You got to pay your mortgage. You got to pay your rent. You got to, you know, you have to live your life. So you need to make a certain amount of money every day. Yeah. So don't cut yourself short. Um, maybe in the beginning, you know, don't don't go crazy undercutting. That's not good for business for anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, so you'll you'll grow organically through the processes and you will start to adapt to all these things. I learned pretty much 90% of everything I'm doing yeah. um, just in time. And I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have somebody to instruct me on, on how to train. run a business. Uh, I've had people show me how to put a boiler in. I've yeah. had people show me how to fix an aquastat or do this or do that or whatever. But I've never had somebody sit here and say, this is how you run a business. Um, so when I met you guys... You know, Rich and Joe, uh, bringing two different dynamics to my world uh, and having good open conversation about things, I've definitely incorporated and uh, tried to implement the stuff that they've explained and suggested. And, you know, I'm doing it slowly at my own pace and I'm finding ways to make it happen. And uh, I don't like to make hasty moves, but no. Of course, you know. So I like to grow strong and slow, and build a foundation and go from there. A couple of times, you you started leading me into one of my uh, one of my bullet points on our notes this week, and I I, this isn't this is a big deal to me. So I kind of wanted to talk about billable hours, and I know you've got. uh, Well, this is one of the things you're going to learn as you grow. I mean, and and you don't you don't think about it going into it because you're just like, well, you know, I'm free. I work for the company, and I'm just going to go fix Mrs. Johnson's, and you're there for four and a half hours, and you hit her for a two-hour bill. Yeah, and you, you've been in the business for 10 years, and you think you know how billing works and all that. But uh, I, I want to throw out some numbers and, and a little bit of a, a math example here just because uh, I think this is important. If you guys can try and follow this along, um, Joe, I'm sure he'll let me well, know when I'm, when I'm making everybody crazy. Before you get into it, I know you're going to yeah. start dropping some numbers because yeah. I have the same bullet point in front of me. I just want to throw out there we're talking about an eight hour day right and we get 15 minute break okay before and after lunch and we get a a lunch break right and and drive time right so there's a lot of downtime to that day right so right there's day there's moments in time throughout that eight hour day that that are in the in the office world is not billable. Right. Okay. So this okay. is what you're gonna you're gonna talk yeah. about, right? And in the meantime, if you guys are hearing all kinds of background noise, it's because Joe's making paper airplanes. And right. He's putting the bag back over. Along on the he's putting the bag back over his head. <laughs> he's hiding his face. The yeah. camera's on. He's, he's trying to. By hide the, the way, they're also they're they're all talking about keeping you know track of your billable hours, and there's only so many billable hours you can do. Um, yes and no, because you also can play beat the clock, too. And beating the clock means you're charging somebody for two hours, and you get it done a little bit faster. It's okay. You're still charging a billable hour. Um, there's things called um, um, standardized pricing or yeah, um, flat rate pricing. Flat rate pricing. So there's a lot of aspects, and you got to tailor them to your business. I, do you want to be a bill? Do you want to do flat rate pricing? Seems to be a way that a lot of these businesses are going today. I, I got a lot of experience in flat rate pricing and um, a lot of training and, and 
billing and billable hours. I've been in, you know, through different organizations that that taught that. And uh, so the example I want to put out there is... It's always about you. (laughs) As far as billable hours go for you guys that are trying to do this or thinking about going out on your own, um, you can't bill for eight hours a day. If you've got an employee working for you... Yeah, if you're doing it, tell us your secret. Yeah, right. (laughs) Without ripping the customer off. A guy out there working eight hours a day um, as a serviceman, you're paying him for eight hours a day and, and... you know that's what you're you're paying them for, but on average you're only usually able to bill to bill about five and a half hours of that guy's time. That's if you're doing good. If you're right, yeah. A lot of times it's less than that. So if you're doing well, you're doing five and a half, six. On average, you're probably more like four to five hours actual billable. Absolutely, it's it, you know that all comes down to management. But uh, so the example I've got here is if you're paying your guy twenty dollars an hour. Um, First of all, you're not just paying them $20 an hour. I don't know if you guys know this or not, if you haven't had anybody work for you before, but there's payroll taxes, and it's not just the employee that pays the payroll taxes. The employer pays half of his payroll taxes too. So payroll taxes are about 15%, and you guys, um, the employee well, I think the pays, word you're looking for is matching. Ma- yeah, okay, matching. So, so you're talking about Social Security? It's uh, 1.5% or so for Medicare and uh, 6.2% for Social Security. So it comes out to be about 7.5% that the employee pays, but the employer pays that also. So if, if you're paying your guy $20 an hour, you're actually paying him about twenty one fifty an hour. So um, that's that. That's just the cash plus whatever benefits you're paying. So let's say you're paying him $8 an hour in benefits. So... Between the the $20 per hour you're paying them, plus payroll taxes, plus your benefits, now you're paying them, you know, about $29.5 an hour times eight hours a day comes out to about $236 a day. You're paying that one guy for... for He better sell a relief valve on that first (laughs) job just to justify his existence. So if you're paying this guy $236 a day for working eight hours, the thing is, is that... You can only bill about five and a half hours a day. The rest of it's travel time and breaks and things like that going to the supply house. You can't bill the customer for driving, you know, I mean, you have, you may have a travel charge or whatever, but on average, he's only on a job site fixing something that you can bill for about five and a half hours a day. And that's just an industry average. So if you, if you divide that $236 a day that you're paying him by the five and a half hours that you can actually bill for that guy, you'll find out that you're paying your employee about $43 an hour for each Eight billable hour. hour. Right, for a billable hour. So now if you thought you were going to go out and charge $49 an hour. Yeah, but there's no other overhead in that number. There's no. That's, that's, that's just yeah, straight no, up that's, the employee. That's, that's, that's right not the, the truck, employee. the insurance, yeah, the secretary. Do hey, and, and don't forget your secretary, you know, if you have someone Whatever answering your phone calls. Whatever you're paying out is an overhead. You're, so if you're paying she's out, not a bill, it should be she's not billable. Right. Your, your secretary. Or, or him or her, whoever, whoever's right. answering your calls yeah. is just doing your administrative work. Well, you know, the office managers. Yes. Okay, this is PC. But, um, you know, they're not billable. No. Right? So, so incorporate that number in there. and I mean, it just gets out of hand. Without the overhead, just if you guys thought you were going to charge $49 an hour and, and be making a ton of money, it just, you just realize now I just told you that you're paying your, your one guy $43 an hour per, for, per billable hour. Right. So 
Now, it's called the back numbers well, that you don't see. Who's going to pay for your truck? Who's going to pay for all your, you know, fuel, telephone, insurance, fuel and liability, and, and insurance, and and the list. We could probably put fifty things on your overhead list. Now you realize that at charging eighty dollars an hour, you're still losing twenty dollars an hour. Right, or or breaking even. Right, you know, and you, you're wondering why you're you're running on ice and not making any money. So the key to this is upselling. <laughs> anyway, we're, that's billable hours. We're so looking for a new terminology. Look that. So that that's uh, an important factor. When and that's the biggest guy, mistake that new guys make is they don't charge enough. And, and this was a conversation expenses. that I had with you and Joe. Right. Uh, you know, about and, and this was about this billing. Just the, the, this yeah. right here. I never. I it, it, all those years that I was out there, you know, running on my own. Uh, I never gave that a thought. It wasn't. I never looked at it that way. Right. I just said, "Well, you're going to get sixty-five dollars an hour. I'm good." But guys, you know, and I, you know, this is, you know, I'm making $65 an hour, you know, like who's better than me? You have to go through you know, to find out that I was breaking even have, right. and total it up for the month and start working backwards and figure out what it actually costs you to stay in business per hour. Yeah. That's the I, only way you can figure it out. You got to get a daily expense sheet. You got to do, you know, just, you know, my secretary loves it, but you got to do spreadsheets and, you know, th this stuff is important and, and knowledge is power. Oh. Okay. So well, it really gives forward. you an idea if you really do it right and do like your secretary does, you actually understand how much it costs you to do a job. Yeah, and then we, you can we, really gauge what your profit margin is on that job. Right, and, and I'm at that point now that you know I'm not um, I'm not running solo in the truck anymore. I'm, you know, I have people that work for me now, and we've expanded our our ways. We've gotten better. We we're, we're more thorough. We're, but with that comes a cost. So, yeah. but again, you know, I'm, I'm learning every day on how to run a business and I, counterpoint without that comes a cost. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. I, I think for a lot of you guys going out yeah, on your own, sometimes he's got good stuff. <laughs> he does. Sometimes. Um, before you realize it, you need office help. And you yeah. need office help sooner than you actually go and hire it. Yeah, so it's it's hard it's hard to, to put a boiler in and answer the phone. Right. You and know, and follow up with the paperwork. I did it for years. I mean, literally, it would get done with work at six, seven o'clock at night, and sit That's down in my office. Cheap. And I sit down in my <laughs> office till ten, eleven o'clock at night, just doing billing and, and phone calls and you know, research. And you just made me think of another guy, a guy I knew up in uh, New England somewhere. And he was a contractor, and the guy was, he was go, go, go all the time, and he always had eight or ten crews working for him, you know, and uh, he did a lot of new construction, but he did a lot of service work, too. And I was talking to him a few weeks ago, and he told me that uh, he went back, he went to a house, he got a call for a, a, a no-hot-water call or something, so he went back there, they put a new water heater in or whatever, and the customer said, by the way, when are you going to bill me for the air conditioning system? And a guy had put air conditioning in his house eight months ago, and he never billed him because he so disorganized in his business that he forgot about the $8,000 job altogether. All right. I'm guilty of that. That's happened to me. And I'm like, I never billed you? And you're like, no, you know, you, I owe you $1,200. I'm like, oh, yeah. damn. Like, right. Okay, cool. I'll take it right now. Give, you know, but That's part you, of the you, chaos of growing. Well, <clears throat> when you are small— Couple, one of the things that is, is really hard about being a small outfit yeah. is staying small. If you're doing the right thing, it's super hard to stay small. You're, word of mouth, you're going to grow. Because if you're doing the right thing and you're good at what you do, and you, you're going to naturally build a customer base and it's going to continue to grow. So it's hard to stay small 
you get caught up in, and this comes from a worker's point of view and not a business point of view. Yeah. So when you're out there doing, you know, 15 service calls a day or you're putting in a boiler every day or a hot water heater or a furnace or a central air system, you just know, go. Yeah, you, I show up, I go to work. I show up, I go to work. Right. You know, put in the furnace, put in this, put in that, put in this. <clears throat> and what what ends up happening is you get caught in that rat race of just, I have work, get it done, have work, get it done, have work, get it done. And you forget, oh, man, I forgot the bill right. for that job we did three yeah, weeks ago because all I was worried about was just getting the job done. That's why you need somebody in the office sooner rather than later. Yeah, and—, and Watch it's super helpful to have somebody, even if it's part-time or just somebody to just kind of overlook and like, hey, yeah, you know, you never, be part-time. did we get any money for this? Or, you know, what was your deal there? Or just somebody to just kind of catch it and, and talk about it, slow you down a little bit. Because for me, I got caught up in, in, in just going. Yeah, what about when there's slow times and you got guys sitting idle and it costs you money to keep them there? Well, that's something I'm dealing with now right. and learning how to, to, to address that because... Um, how many times can they clean the van? How many times can they clean the shop? Well, Fortunately, I have very few of those days. Yeah. And you know what? And, and my guys, you You've know. You've got the other problem, though. <clears throat> the other problem, what's that? Not finding people. I yeah. can't find anybody. And, and, and I wish I had more guys. Uh, and I'd well, there's willing. only 3.6% unemployment in the United States. <laughs> yeah. No, they're it's, all, that, it's that crazy hair guy in the White House that's doing it. Well, apparent, apparently, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of IT jobs out there. But yeah, I mean that's that's a real problem for an employer. They can't find anybody to fill the trucks. It's hard to find a guy. My guys are hustling. We're we're all working hard. Everybody's tired. Everybody's beat up, and they just keep going. And you know, and I commend them for it. Um, it, so when we do get those days where it's like, all right, you already cleaned the truck this morning, and we already cleaned it again this afternoon, eh, let's just go home. You know, and I and I pay my guys to the end of the day, and and I give them a full pay. But you know, we we do hustle, and we we do go through our our hard times and. Just being miserable and you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's, it's every day you learn. And, and what I've learned, one of the biggest things I've learned being a small business is, is how to deal with people directly. I'm still not... You talking about customers? Proficient or, or in it? No, customers I've, I've, I've aced at years ago. Uh, being a service technician and being exposed to customers, yeah. I know how to handle them. I know how to deal with them. But being I'm manager, very good at that. So being a manager and being a leader and how to get the best out of people and how to uh, address situations or problems. You got to be a disciplinarian. It, you got to be a motivator. You got to be you gotta a be mother, a babysitter, a psychiatrist. You know it. I mean, oh, by the way, this as we're coming towards the end of this segment, we we just uh, most of this sounds like Debbie Downer. No, we I encourage mean, folks to try. Look, man, the their own boss. Look, do yeah. it, do it. it, it Hopefully, like, what we we said. I mean, you guys, can you shut up for one second? You've been talking the entire time. <laughs> you haven't said a goddamn. Thing, well, because man. I can't get a word in. He's busy with his paper. But the place. idea is that you know you you need to hear this stuff. You need to hear the downsides and and the and the pitfalls you may face. And and if you know if somebody tells you to go do West without a roadmap, and this was in, in Abraham Lincoln, uh, if that map doesn't show you the swamps and, and valleys that you're going to run oh, into, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you need to know what I'm saying is if somebody draws you a roadmap, you could see what something is in front of you. And that's what we're kind of giving them now. Yeah. We're telling them what is ahead of them and how to handle it when they get to those points, how to avoid them when they get to those points how to maybe navigate around them and, and putting the right people on the bus to make sure that the, the, the people you have working for you or have the same best interests 
for your company as you do, especially the inside staff, the people who run the day-to-day workings of your business. The yep. technicians are going to be one aspect of it, and they're going to represent you in the field. But how you take care, it's the old saying, take care of the pennies, the dollars will take care of themselves. And and you guys have, have both experienced. Yeah, the, I've, the, I've experienced the, the highs the and the lows. Yeah. yeah. So, so I know uh, you've. Coming, coming from my background, I came into which which one specifically? Because you've had so many. Yes, you've worked true. everywhere and for everybody in every industry. No, by true, the way, so. did you see him on the the new movie uh, Armstrong or the? No, I missed. That. The, I haven't the, seen it. The yet. one I that, heard that the he one, was in that. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. one of the grounds crew on the moon. Actually, uh, yeah, grounds crew. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was the raking the, the I was raking yeah. the dirt. <laughs> <clears throat> so. One of one of the, the things that I learned very quickly when I when I moved from my my um, experience, well, I was working for an oil company, very large oil company, in the area here. And what I realized is that coming from that background, I had tunnel vision. Coming from an oil company, yeah, that that's just that's all what, you knew. That's it. Yeah. So it. you it's worked oil. underground a lot. Yeah, I was drilling. <laughs> so. You know, then and to go out and realize that. Why peace, do you, you think know, they're the only ones who could be jerks? I could be one too. He's just an ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know, to go out there and see that there was like a whole world of natural gas and a whole yeah. world of plumbing and a whole world of electric and right. all. You know, then I just was so like tunnel visioned on this one aspect of the business. Yeah, and, right. And now you're looking at generators, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, so I mean, we, we're we're. I'm, I'm always looking to expand. I'm always looking for more, and, and my confidence has grown. In the very beginning, all I want to do is work on oil. Yeah. And then I realized, like, I can't just do this because it's not enough out there for you me to do. You for all this yeah, stuff, right? I mean, I got to get, yeah, they, exactly. They start, hey, can you work on my gas hot water heater? Can you look at my LP? Can you run a gas line? Can yeah. you, you know, oh, man, it's and just all this all know work. There's companies out there who are even mom and pops who strictly won't touch anything but oil. Yeah, yeah, it, it's getting harder and harder for them to exist. But, you know, they've found a niche and they're able to survive and that they're comfortable where they are and, and they're probably not looking to expand. There's a comfort level for them. Yeah. You know, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And if they're providing yeah, for their lifestyle, good for them, you know. It like, works, right. But, you know, for me, it's not what I want to do. It's not what I want for my guys. I want to, you know, I, I want to be bigger and more successful. And, you know, I want to have a uh, a great company, you know, with good, good, solid people. But, uh, you know, I've learned very quickly that was one of the first things is to really open your mind and, yeah. and, and realize your your shortfalls and your, your strong points. Um, you know, I, I was not an accountant. Yeah. You know, so I hired one. I, I, you know, I say so. it all the time, and I think you're on the right path, and I think you're going to be one of the guys that grows really well and to be, you know, eventually very, very successful. Yeah, well, he's definitely gotten bigger, and his company's grown, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. But right. <laughs> well, this this is a subject that we hope to uh, expand, to expand on in future. Lot. Yeah, yeah we've we'll got have, plenty of time to talk we'll, about this. We'll break all these, top, these mini topics down into uh, different episodes by themselves as far as... Uh, Management, managing people, and payroll. Well, one of the perks of being self-employed is you just get all the time off. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Is it just get unlimited right. vacation get and a year? Yeah. Right. You get to wake up every day and just go to the bank and make deposits. Yeah. Is that right? the way it works? That's a, yeah. See, just, that's how it goes, job, right? Man. So all right. you get to make your own schedule. All right, as we close out another terrifying episode, we want to thank our listeners for spending time with us again. And, Give us uh, your feedback, too. This is a great topic, great importance. If you have questions or doubts or illusions, it's, it's it's a really good subject that we could talk about forever. Yep. If you really don't like Joe, just let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Remember to give us a five-star rating if you liked what you heard. 
And uh, email us with all your ideas and comments at theboys at thehvacjerks.com, like uh, Joe was just saying. So uh, anyway, stay tuned next week when Anonymous Joe tries to hide out in a hospital only to find himself mistaken for a rabbi with a falling gallbladder. Have a good week. Peace. You guys are jerks. Follow the HVAC Jerks on Facebook and Instagram.